to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. My name is JP. I'm Zach, and I'm Zar. Zach, why are you staring longingly into our eyes? I love you guys. He missed us. <laughs> it's been a whole week. Yeah, I think it's funny that this is the first day in Omaha that it started snowing, oh. and I'm in shorts and Zach's in shorts. What's wrong with us? A lot of things. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> well, it's like I was telling you earlier, I came here from Christine's place, so my two options were either put on a t-shirt, shorts, and flip-flops, or put on a full suit. See, when I woke up and <laughs> saw the like snow the outside, I bundled up, came into the office, and I started listening to Nightmare Revisited, the Nightmare Before Christmas album done to rock music. You two woke up and were like, huh, it's probably like 70 degrees out. In our defense, it was three days ago. Yeah, good point. And besides, it sounds like you chose chaos earlier than either of us did with your fucking music choices. Ah, oh, well, anytime it starts snowing, first snow of the year, I'll start listening to Nightmare Revisited. Actually, the first band I ever played with, totally unrelated to video games, but we did a cover of This Is Halloween before we... We, like, did a cover of that before we jumped into one of our songs because it was in the same key. It got a, It was a big hit. Nice. That nice. cool. A- anything Nightmare Before Christmas. Doesn't matter how bad you fuck it up. Everyone will go nuts for it. Mm-hmm. It's a nostalgia thing. All right. So I'm not going to talk just yet about the game I'm playing because we're doing that later in the episode. Zach, what are you playing right now? Don't say World of Warcraft. Don't say World of Warcraft. <laughs> World of Warcraft. Damn God it. damn it. Will you guys play with me yet? No. no. Why not? Because Be- RuneScape. Because you have to pay. <laughs> that too. Pay for other games. Yeah, but not a subscription. Probably. You can do a lot of free What do you shit. mean probably? You probably pay for subscriptions. I don't have to do that for Pokemon. I don't do it for your PlayStation. You have to do it for Pokemon Home. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, go fuck yourself, JP. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay, Zach. How is World of Warcraft going? I found a guild. It's going to be good. I'm going to be Mythica. I'm going to be the best warrior in A. It's North America, Zar. Um, <laughs> I actually yeah, didn't Zar. know that. Yeah, I, Zar, you idiot. <laughs> I was, I, that was not where my thoughts went. Um, so come at me, warriors, and everyone else. Hit me up. <laughs> hit me up. So guilds in World of Warcraft, is this like cults? Is there a leader? Um, cults is a little aggressive, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. So it's, it's a group of adventurers. That's uh, me. Uh-huh. Um, who they decided that we're going to go real try hard, real sweat. Yeah. And we're going to down bosses faster than anybody else. So we're saving the world. You're welcome. Uh-huh. You culty dickhead. Do you have a, a creed? <laughs> Do you have a chant? Are there tinfoil hats and Oom-ba, a fruit punch bowl? You guys hold candles? Hey, hey. Google gobble. Google gobble. That's what I was trying to go for. think of it. All right, all right. Fine, I'm going to leave you alone. Zar, what are you playing? Wait, I'm not done yet. 
Yeah, okay, what, what else, you got what else are you playing? I'm playing lots of World of Warcraft. It's so much fun. <laughs> More! <laughs> All right, so I'm also playing Wrath Lich King Classic. And boy, am I like a coked up junkie right now. It is great. <laughs> okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but you said like you've been playing World of Warcraft for most of your life. Of all the expansions, DLC, whatever the hell you want to call them, Wrath of the Lich King is by far your favorite. Yes. Okay, and how's it going? JP, I haven't slept in like two weeks. Mm. <laughs> Brother, uh, you that... need sleep. <laughs> Bro. Um, Do you? Um, Do you really? Like, I don't know if it's the lighting in here or whatever, but I really can't keep my eyes open. Uh, oh, yeah, I did kind of keep it a little dark. I like the aesthetic. It's, of like, the a, it's like a fucking lights. Hollister in here. Are you the Listener, cult? The listeners can't see, but Are maybe we'll take a picture. down. <laughs> Need a creed. <laughs> there wasn't even a studio set up. Like, I walked into this dark room, and Zar just had two candles and a nice dinner out at night. There's in the morning. a camera sitting in the middle of the room. I didn't know what to I'm do. Like, oh, I've seen enough videos to know where this is going. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Any more you want to say about um, your amazing, incredible niche adventure playing World of Warcraft? So 20 years later, I got the undying achievement. It was pretty nice. Have you been playing this for 20 years? How old am I? 27. 27. Huh. And by the way, anyone who's judging me, you're not over the age of 25. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else fucking gets that. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that right now, okay? Because <laughs> I was really... Like, I was 26. I was kept asking him, so like, how old am I? I go, no. No. <laughs> no. That's not my age. 2015 was last year. 27's not a real number. Oh, brother. <laughs> um, and so, I don't know. It, it wasn't that long ago. It was like 15 years ago, but yeah, same. That's I, a I, long I, time I to be playing a game. Yeah, 15 years on one game. That's a, that's a big commitment. And I mean, like, he's <laughs> left and come back, but. And I hate it. <laughs> and also i hate playing <laughs> but also well, it's fun you know what they say if you love something let it go and if it was yours you'll come crawling back coked up and with cold sweats <laughs> i have all of those things <laughs> except the coke so you must really love no, world of warcraft no 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 you have adderall that's <laughs> oh yeah you've got you've got the full set brother T-I-L. <laughs> All right. Do you have any more information with World of Warcraft that we should know about? Um, <laughs> I got the Wall of Terror for my Prot Warrior. That's like the best shield. That's cool. It's got a big shield. It's like big shield, right? Yeah. And I, like, I'm a Tauren. All right. Or no, I'm an orc. No, I'm a human. I'm human on. <laughs> I'm, I'm human on Wrath of the Lich King. <laughs> what the I'm a fuck? basic bitch in Wrath of the Lich King. They're OP racials, okay? They got they could they can trinket out of anything. It's pretty, it's pretty Ooh. busty. But anyway, so I got the wall of terror, and I mean this shield's like as big as my character's model, and it's got a face on it. <laughs> like the mirror shield. It's like spoo- yeah. Majora. Yeah, pretty much. When a boss gets like my shield in their face, they're like, whoa. This is like I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> There's a face on that shield. Patchwork, sit down. I miss those memes for Halloween, the, like, Zack starter pack. It's just Adderall. (laughs) A coffee. World of Warcraft, coffee, and tears. Bags under the eyes. Lots and lots of tears. (laughs) Denial. Denial. (laughs) That's sold separately. Life's going great. (laughs) It's going fine. Uh, Thank you, Starbucks. All right, Zara, it's your turn. All right, so I just... 
for all intents and purposes, 100%ed Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot. I'm going to say 100%ed because I got all of the achievements. So I'm finally done. I never have to go back to that game again. It was very tedious. And now I'm playing a kind of indie horror game called Scorn. I'm not familiar. I am Um, familiar because it's like... You known, are known for being gross as fuck. Yeah, it's really? it's it's real gross. It wasn't like a good game. It was just like oh. pushing the boundaries of grossness. That's kind oh, of what I've noticed like, with this kind of like Saw, like the Saw of video games. Yeah, almost. But it kind of instills a dark wonder. Like you want to know what's happening. Nope, that's just you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I stand alone again. Oh, Zara's like, there's got to be more to this. <laughs> there, well, kind of, because it looks like an ancient civilization, almost set on like Mars or something, crumbled to some weird parasite, and you all of a sudden wake up in a gooey womb. Yeah. Like a literal see, womb, you pull nope, your umbilical see, cord out. See, yeah, see, yeah, see. <laughs> see, that's a you thing. I, none of that, like, I am feeling, like, gross body uncomfort right now. My heart's going, did he just, those words together? <laughs> <laughs> you get, like, you're halfway through, you know, you get a gun, you get this weird salamander monster that kind of, like, creeps up and becomes your backpack, and it's got little human arms that stab into your torso, because he's just giving you a big old hug, letting you know he's there. Sorry, I can't believe I'm saying this, but... Maybe you should just play Call of Duty or something. I call my... Like, ba- come on, man. I call my backpack monster Terry, and he is my best friend, except for when he takes health away from me in random occurrences. Terry is just a great name for random monsters. <laughs> Terry, like, Terry's reliable. Terry is reliable. Terry's very reliable. But yeah, it's, it's a decent game. It looks pretty. Visually, it is grotesque and stunning, kind of what you want. But it's very, very boring. Like, the opening scene you don't get any direction you just kind of start aimlessly wandering around and you hope you figure out what you're supposed to do which is like carve a little dude out of an egg um but listen to me you daft motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) if you are talking about a game where you quote unquote have to pull out your own umbilical cord and follow that up by saying it's not even fun what are you Fucking do I've, I've played the game for actually like two hours, and I've had to pull an umbilical cord out of my chest twice. It's a little bit weird, but Why? it's so boring because there is no direction given in this game, and it's very unforgiving. The checkpoints are far and in between. You don't fight many monsters, but the monsters you do fight will really just wreck you if you let them get on top of you. You need Arceus. <laughs> get it? Like, you need Jesus, but you need Arceus. You need Arceus. <laughs> you need Arceus. <laughs> Pokemon just, like, had, a, like, a spot in ship with, like, Puma. And they mm. got some dope shoes. There's, like, Ooh. a Pikachu, a Charmander one. Oh, those are cool shoes. Yeah. But, yeah, Look at the that's... Charmander. Stop. That Look. is what I am playing. Oh, the, the Charmander ones are fire. We're posting that. All right. Sorry, listen. I understand the... The, what do you call that? The um, It doesn't make any sense where that came in, but it'll make sense <laughs> to certain viewers, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, I can't exactly talk about what I'm playing just yet because it's actually a part of what we're talking about today. So, Zar, give the rundown of the itinerary and let's get started. All right. Today on the podcast, we are talking about God of War Ragnarok. Uh, but first, we're talking about a sports story, I think. Yep. Yeah. Then after God of War, we'll be talking about Hogwarts Legacy. We got some Forspoken news and Tales of Symphonia. And then we'll close out the episode like normal with some game releases and maybe a hot take or two. Well, we've got a really good hot take regarding one Mr. Pokemon Master, but we'll get <laughs> oh, to we'll that. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get uh, to that. Uh, 
Yeah. Well, why'd you look at me confused? Who the hell else would I be talking well, about? The whole Pokemon world that's is like, talking That's weird. About I don't it. remember being dubbed Pokemon Master. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right, Zach. For entrepreneur. <laughs> All right, Zach. Yes. First thing up, sports story announced. So is this a Nintendo exclusive? What's going on here? All right, so Nintendo had an indie direct like two days ago. They really shadow dropped that, didn't they? Because I didn't hear anything about it. It was good that they did that because it was terrible. It was not a good. Really? Th- it was very meh, according that's, to the internet. I wouldn't know because you, you guys hear. know indie's not my thing. Sorry, not the bad or anything. You know, respect the indies, like Reggie Fils and May always says. But, of course, it's like everything always started off as an indie title. My backstory is ginormous, so I, my backstory. Backlog? <laughs> the backstory, that too. Zach's I guess back, it's not wrong. Zach's backstory. <laughs> it all began when I played World of Warcraft, and it was all downhill from there. And so, uh, but the one shining thing is Sports Story, because Golf Story came out on the Switch, I can't remember when, 2018. Okay. 2018 or 2019. Got really good reviews. It was a really good game. It was like a golf simulator, but like pixelated 2D, and it was like an RPG. Yeah. And it just mixed it perfectly, had some really good dialogue, was very funny and witty. And so they um they being who is this? Who who makes sports story? Sidebar games. Thank you. Sidebar games is back at it again with sports story, which you know kind of makes sense. Um and they have uh fishing. Uh, golfing still in it, soccer. It kind of looks like snippets of volleyball and cricket, even. Interesting. Uh, and then the RPG stuff looks like it's at another level. Like there's like sneaking, like Metal Gear Solid, like the old place, like the like really old. Now almost a PlayStation. Maybe it's even a Game Boy game, like Metal Gear Solid sneaking, and like just dungeon exploring. Like it just looks really cool, really out there, and very much like a sequel to Golf Story should be. All right, so you said this was the highlight. Now, first of all, you know me. I love indies. I love pixely-style adventures. Pixely sports games. Now, that's a little bit different. Now, what's really funny is, like, as I'm watching a little bit of this video, which, by the way, we will be posting to Twitter, um, the fishing, at the very least, you know what it really reminds me of is Stardew Valley. Yeah, I could see that. It definitely has a Stardew Valley vibe. But, I mean, so they're taking these different mechanics of, like, different sports, and they're, like, just expanding on it, right? So it's called Sports Story. So, like, what is going on here? Is it just, like, a bunch of sports mixed in with an actual, like, story adventure? In other words, is this the extremely goofy movie, The Game? (laughs) Yeah. Nope. That's (laughs) probably what it'll turn into, because it's just going to be really out there and outlandish. The original golf story was how he, like... Rocky Balboa through the uh, the Gulf War world and like did like all his crazy stuff, trained with his sensei golfer or whatever, and so I imagine it'll be some similar takes to that. But like based on like the dungeons they're exploring and how he's like eluding like it looked like mobsters, it's gonna be very much like a goofy goofy take on all that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy being a jock. Oh, there was BMXing. I miss BMXing in volleyball. I. I'll give it to this game. First of all, I think what's surprising about uh, what's it called? Sports Adventure Extreme Extravaganza? (laughs) Sports Story. Sports Story. story. Coming out in December, if I didn't say that. I think what makes it unique is the fact that you don't get very many games that are dedicated to sports that are also pixel style. I think it's got that going for it. Like, if you like that art style, 
and like and you also love sports games like okay and you love a mediocre story i don't know for sure if it's mediocre but how intense could it be where you're like rachel you don't understand this badminton match tomorrow determines life and death no so you're thinking more anime it's not like that it's more like <laughs> saturday night cartoon saturday morning cartoons Okay. Well, my bad. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> totally different, JP. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. The question. <laughs> so I got a couple of other things to follow this up. Zach, now, you said you weren't a big fan of this Indie Direct, which, you know, you also admitted that Indies aren't really your thing. They're more my style. But you said that this game was really kind of the highlight of the event, huh? Yes. So you say, yeah, you, so I guess my question, Zach, it's okay. My question was, is this really the best that this direct had to offer from an indie standpoint? Dude, it's going to be a good game. You're sleeping on it just because it's a golfing or a, that's like a sports not, thing. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not accusing it of anything. I'm just saying in your own words, this was the highlight of the event. Yes. <laughs> I could see it. <laughs> it looks like there's value. It looks good. I think, I think it does. Sidebar I, looks like they did a good job. There's an audience for this. I don't think the Indie Direct needed to happen. It was mostly Shadow Indie dropped, to be honest. I think we had like a one-day heads up, and it just kind of <laughs> happened. Um, but like this, like this is like the banger. This, I mean, it's not exactly like what's the new Team Cherry game, Silk Song. It's not like Hollow Knight Silk Song, but it's still like pretty up there in like the echelons of like... It is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Golf Story is like a big deal, Mr. Indy. Butthead, you go play that game. I, I mean, well, I do like golf games. Like, I just got, I was thinking of you the other days, are you know what I did? We hooked up the Wii in my living room and yes. played some Wii Sports Golf. Yes. I know how much you love that game. Oh, yes. When is that Nintendo, Nintendo Switch Sports update with golf yet? Uh, no, it got delayed into December, I think. It's the only thing Zara has to look forward to. It's the only reason I haven't gotten Switch Sports yet. As soon as the golf update drops, I will get that game. Might even be on sale. Probably not. <laughs> it might. No, probably not. No, Zach's no, shaking his head. Oh, my, no. Oh, oh my, no. no. Okay, uh, look, fair enough. And that's not to take away from sports story. I can't say that with a straight face. Uh, well, I really like how <laughs> Nintendo's being transparent here. Like, no, this event didn't need to happen, but they did it anyway because they wanted to, they wanted to let people know what's going on in the indie world and that Nintendo's still there, you know? Look, I bag on Nintendo a lot, but when it comes to this, I will say there's not a single other studio that makes its own showcase dedicated to indie titles. Like, Nintendo goes out, right? Like, they've got their own showcase, the Nindies, right? They've got the games. Like, I have to give it to Nintendo that I do think that's cool. When Reggie was the one that stood up several years ago, it was only a few years ago at this point, and said, like, don't sleep on the Indies, man. Every big game you love right now started off as an indie game. Like, Not necessarily true, but yes. Not always. Not <laughs> always, but... Reggie's just got those speeches, am I right? He... Reggie, dude. I fucking want to run through a wall when that guy talks. I'm like, yeah. Hashtag take fucking my legendary. And I'm like, damn it. He's, he's fucking good at what he does. He gets you pumped up. He doesn't even have to do a lot. He's just... You're happy when you see Reggie. So, you know what? You've convinced me, Zach. As long as this game is reasonably priced, I'm going to pick up Sports Story. Yeah, that's right. And then I'm going to show you all what Game of the Year material really looks like. He's actually going to do it. He's like, the madman's going to do it. <laughs> step aside, Stray. Step aside, God of War. Step aside, Pokemon. We've got Sports whoa, whoa, Story. Whoa, 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 You kicked that back about Pokemon. 
<laughs> you didn't stop me at God of War Ragnarok, but uh, no. <laughs> um, Sports Story is <laughs> releasing in December 2022. I know what I want for Christmas. There's yeah. no I'm, price. You know what? There's no price. Sports Story, you've got a fan in me. Golf Story right. was like $10, though. Oh. Maybe, maybe, that's your that's next, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe it was twenty dollars, and it's been on sale so much that. Zara, that could be your next golfing outing. Right? No, because no. it's got to have a more realistic touch. I'm not doing the pixelated. You're stuff. going to Wii the Sports fuck up. for realism? Yeah, I will play Wii Sports until my Wii inevitably dies. It's <laughs> like I'm tired, boss. It's been seven dollars. Like Twelve years. Seven dollars. I might. Pe- I might pick this up. I'm I just gonna... bought it. I just bought it. <laughs> like literally just now. On air. Like fuck it, dude. I'm here. <laughs> just on air. Bought it from the Switch shop. Tell me how it is, man. I might join. I'm you. not gonna play it, but I bought what are it. You fucking talking about. This is why you have a bad backlog. <laughs> you think I've got time to play it? I've got to level my warriors. I've got time to buy the game, Just join but I can't play it. No, brother. God, no. Jesus. Oh, my God. Okay, can I show you guys how I was laughing? Right, pa- sorry, pause it before I get your look of disapproval. I'm, I'm fucking shook. No, please I'm come back. Gonna... Please come Wait. back. No. I'm so fucking shook right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on? I can't. You want to go on to the next article? What are we talking about next, Zar? <laughs> well, we're God talking about God of War. Give me a fucking second to collect myself. Zach, that was so fucking funny. I'm not gonna play. I bought it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you gonna play this shit? Oh. The audacity. <laughs> Let's talk God of War. Now, I'm gonna preface this. God of War deserves its own section to really give it the depth it deserves. And not to mention, it only came out a few days ago, so I'm not getting super in-depth, right? I just want to give some very, very short thoughts of how it's going. So, first of all, I have to give a huge shout-out to the PlayStation Backbone. Because I don't know if you knew this, boys. Wives, girlfriends, significant others, they like attention, so when I told Christine, hey, Boys. baby, I'm probably not going to see you for a few weeks because I'm going to go home and use my PlayStation 5. She said, that's funny. Let me tell you what's really going to happen. You're going to come here. You're going to snuggle me. And you're going to make me feel better. And I'm like, no, please. That's Anything nice. but that. And then I really uh, then after she told me that I made a <laughs> realization that, oh, shit, a month ago I made a very last second, what's it called, window shoppy purchase of $100 for the PlayStation Backbone. But I haven't had really any games to try it with. Well, I'm mad you didn't bring it. I did bring it. Put it on there. Uh, it's down in my car. <laughs> Freezing to death in the I'll, I'll go get it for snow. you. I'll go get it for you. But I, shout out to the PlayStation Backbone. It's doing its job. Like, I've been able to play God of War, and it's actually been play, playing pretty damn well. The control scheme, pretty damn good with that little backbone. Now, of course, it's mostly incumbent upon the uh, PlayStation Share app, which it's like, okay, I'm playing God of War fucking Ragnarok, right? So if it can handle this, let's see. Now, for the most part, it's been good. If the, inter- if the internet connection dips even a little, you notice. You notice. And I will say, obviously, I'm not getting... Because we had the conversation last week about the amazing, like, pixels, the frame rates, 
performance mode, all that bullshit. You're not getting that when you're playing on your iPhone in the backbone. <laughs> but guess fucking what, motherfucker? I've been able to play God of War Ragnarok and cuddle my girlfriend. So At the same I call time. that a dub. I would, I would agree. That's a dub. JP, it sounds like you are winning at life right now. Yeah, things Literally. are going, gr- things are turning up, JP. Everything's turning up, JP. <laughs> Handheld is a difference maker. There's a reason the Switch is taking off. There's a reason dumbasses I, like me bought a Steam Deck. Yeah. So they can play World of Warcraft and cuddle their wives. And what's ironic is actually, Life. like, it was because of the OLED Switch, I've, we've been spoiled, boys, because, like, my iPhone 13 Max Pro, the biggest screen you can get on a phone right now, I think, right? I'm like, oh, this is tiny. This sucks. <laughs> but yeah, I, I got used to it really damn quick. Like, like, people shit on it, like, I would, the Steam Deck is 1200 by 800 I think I personally shit on it, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Because it's so small. You uh, know? Absolutely. The fact that we can make out a picture. You know, back in my day, Pokemon Red was fucking high def. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Charmander was, like, 80 pixels max. If you had to the... use my imagination to tell everyone how cool it was. If you're driving <laughs> at night, you can't even see the fucking screen. But you know what? It's <laughs> there. You know it's there. <laughs> Oh, man. You had those little lights attached to your Game Boy. Oh, I remember the light. I miss those guys. The point is we're spoiled little bitches now, and the fact that I'm complaining about any of this says a lot about who we are as gamers and people. Nonetheless, I... Society. (laughs) I'm several hours into God of War. No spoilers. I am enjoying it thoroughly. Do you war with gods? You do war with gods. You do war with gods. Spoiling son of a gun. Obviously, this is not a spoiler since, again, Zach, we saw it. In the fucking trailers, I'm up. I just met Tear. That's all I'm gonna say is I've met Tear. Tears in the game. Shut up. What? <laughs> oh, you spoilers. He's the god of war. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he is the god of war. Oh, but I didn't game, actually know that. Norse mythology. I also think like I thought to myself before hopping in God of War, how do you improve upon perfection? I'm not gonna say anything, but I'll say this: I'm very impressed so far. They've hmm. been Santa Monica did, at least from what I've seen, a very good job. I'm enjoying the game. We will get to an actual, like, real, like, in-depth kind of review of the game at some point because it's got a war fucking Ragnarok, and it deserves it. Once the dust settles, you'll know JP's full opinions on the game. And once he actually gets some time to play it on a real TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those, like, you ever finish a game and you just need, like, an hour in a rocking chair just staring out into the open sky? Absolutely. That's going to be this game. <laughs> I can already tell. Not if you beat it on your phone. <laughs> You're going to be like, what the fuck was the hype about? This sucks. No, the story. Well, that's just the thing, though, is even with my phone where I'm not getting that resolution, because obviously I'm not playing it on my PS5 on my 4K TV. Like, I'm still like, I'm still like, this is good. I'm having fun. How's the sound quality from your phone? Because I got to imagine they, they, that they would have to, like, compress a lot of those audio files to fit. Surprisingly pretty fucking good. Huh. Well, first of all, I use my AirPods. Okay, and so I've that got, helps. I've got, like, the latest AirPods. So, like, when you've got that combo with the iPhone backbone, like, you've got a pretty damn good experience, honestly. But, I mean, even if I was just using, like, the speakers on my iPhone, surprisingly pretty fucking good. Interesting. That's impressive. Yeah, so we'll get more into God of War at some point, right? I'll give you more. I promise, audience, we'll give you more. But you need an opportunity to play this before I spoil anything for you. Because I know, do you remember when we did that great debate episode, boys, about how long you should do, how long you should wait before 
just taking spoilers off the table. Yeah. One month. Ah. One month. Uh, you're talking God of War, dude. This is... I, I'll, I'll let on. it slide this time because I don't have a PlayStation. Damn right you don't. <laughs> and I'll probably never play this game, so I'll live vicariously through you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just saying. Like, if you're someone who really cared about the spoilers that fucking much... It's just play the game. <laughs> Even if you don't have a PS5 yet, if you just have your PS4, still do it because you're not going to be able to avoid spoilers for this game for more than a month. Oh, you yeah. just can't. I was going to say, like, a month is kind of generous for some big AAA title like this that's mm-hmm. most likely going to be on the game of the year docket. Like, let's be real. Well, that month was just a compromise with you, to be honest, because you said a year. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, you gotta wait till everyone plays it. Zach said three hours. I'm just kidding. I mean, Zach owns the game, but his backlog is so massive, it's he, gonna take him a year just to get to he it. He owns Golf Story now, too. He just <laughs> oh, he just bought Golf Story. Ski, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> All right, before we do get into spoiler territory, Ooh. we should probably move away from God of War for now. Good, because we wait, can... Wait, wait, wait. Yes, Zach. How many times have you heard the word... Boy, I feel like even that's a spoiler. Okay. Ooh. I I can't say. I feel like even that is a spoiler. Boy, we are keeping this game on lockdown. Boy. Yeah. Boy. I spilled my chalky milk, boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What are we talking about next? Let's get into Hogwarts Legacy a little bit. All right. So a couple days ago for Hogwarts Legacy, uh, basically what they did was... um, a uh, bigger trailer drop that was more of a quote-unquote gameplay showcase. Now, this was a 45-minute long video. Yeah, I've been letting it just run in the background while we've been recording. Only okay, so you've been through. watching a little bit of it. I don't, I didn't watch the entire thing, again, because I want this to be as fresh in my mind as possible. But at the same time as video game commentators, I couldn't go into this blind. I had to watch at least a little of it. So, Zar, you've been watching a little of the Hogwarts Legacy video so far. We got 45 fucking minutes of full-on gameplay. What are some of your first thoughts? What do you think? I think it, lo- it like it looks fun. It looks very explorative, and it really gives a lot of incentive for players to actually play this game. Like mm. it is an entirely new world that just feels similar. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know. My dad's favorite video game of all fucking time is Red Dead Redemption 2. I thought it was Tiger Woods PGA 11. It was. (laughs) It was until he found Red Dead Redemption 2. (laughs) I bought that game for him for Christmas in 2018 because he wanted it. He really wanted it. He didn't fucking touch it until 2021, and then he was hooked. He's beaten the game. He's doing every little task. He's very he's at 96% completion. Wow, that's commitment. Yeah, that's for, a big game. Even he has nothing left to fucking do. But he just loves roaming around. Here's why I bring that up. I feel like Hogwarts Legacy is going to be the same way for a lot of people where it's like you're just so immersed in the fucking world that it doesn't really matter that you've done a lot of the things that the game already intended for you to do. Exploration's going to be half of what makes this game fun. Those interactions is going to be what up makes the rest of the game fun. Like, just from the gameplay trailer. And again, I only watched like 10 minutes because I want it to be as spoiler-free for me as possible. Like, I'm getting those vibes again. It looks good, but it's also immersive. Yeah, I'm getting those same vibes. And 
beyond that, there is just such depth to the character development. Mm-hmm. Like, you can make a character the spitting image and personality of yourself, or you can do any combination of personalities, looks, and it doesn't affect the game in negative ways. Like, you still get the same experience that you were going to get, but that experience looks like it's going to differ so vastly from any other playthrough you attempt. 100%. Like, there are so many level-up options. There's so much to collect. This game just looks like an MMO without the multiplayer, kind of. I think for a lot of Harry Potter fans, the dream has been to just, like, without restriction, go around Hogwarts, go around, like, the, you know, like, the campus and out on the fairgrounds or whatever, and then, like, it's escaping me right now, because I'm not, like, a huge Harry Potter fan. I'm a fan. Um, Like, the town for Hogsmeade, like, things like that. Or, like... Diagon Alley, where you can go to Ollivander's and get your wand. Like, I'm looking for the full-on fucking experience here. Well, yeah, and, like, with previous Harry Potter games and other, like, Hogwarts games, you get those areas, but, like, only to half the scale. Like, you walk down Diagonal Alley, but you're supposed to just go down to that one shop all the way at the end of the alley. Diagon Alley. And then there's no other interactions to really experience. I mean, when you say Diagon Alley, you better go to Diagon Alley because I don't know if you remember, but Harry mispronounced it and then got sent to Dragon Alley and almost got his shit fucked. (laughs) He's lucky Hagrid Hagrid was there, but you know what? No one ever asks the question, why was Hagrid there? Yeah, like, I always Uh, thought he's buying shady dragons. (laughs) Yeah, that's what got him kicked out of Hogwarts. Not dragon specifically, but... Uh, anyway. <laughs> but no, this this game really does look like it's going to expand on everything, you know? Like, it's not going to give you that one piece of cake that's like, here, enjoy yourself. It's going to give you the whole fucking cake, and it's like, eat it however you want. 100%. I agree. Now, here's something that Zach pointed out. We have to keep in mind that this game's been in development for a very, very long time. And in fact, the development really got kickstarted in the early days of the PS4 and Xbox One. We're talking like, I don't know if you can make a side-by-side, because these consoles released in 2013. They must have at least been working on this game for a couple years after that. Zach pointed out that in this gameplay trailer, at least, while the graphics are certainly good, the people look good, you could kind of see that like PS4, Xbox One veil of the face, where it's like good-looking, but almost a little robotic and the way that they speak and talk. Zach, do you still stand by that? Yeah, they, they're, the robots are gaining sentience. The robots. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit becomes human, I think, is literally, it's literally perfect. They're just androids. They look like androids. It's yeah. just that face. I can see it on all the models. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look bad. Just looks like... A little artificial. I, and that makes total sense. I just thought, I don't know. It's a comparison. It's a, it's a description. Yeah, for sure. Even how the characters move, I am getting a little bit of that video game character feel you know whenever you see a meme of a video game character just constantly running into a wall yeah like they're not actually interacting with their environment although being a part of it uh i hope that gets a little bit updated upon the final release but i mean you were right about how long this game has been in development i don't know how much they're going to be able to change at this point not that i'm asking them to change a thing right because uh, just 
Well, we do need to experience the game first before we can actually ask for any changes. But yeah. just on the surface. Well, it's like Zach said, it doesn't look bad. It's just like... I wouldn't even say, like, PS5 or, you know, Xbox Series X standards it looks bad. Just, like, you can tell very slightly outdated. Because we've said it time and time again, you know, if you go for realism, you are going to experience kind of, like, that poor aging that comes with just not being able to make it look exactly like a person yet. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, cartoony art styles, pixely art styles... Those hold up because they're not going for realism. That's why those games can feel so timeless sometimes. Whereas, like, games like this, it's harder to say that because how much longer is it going to take before, like, the graphics already look a little outdated? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the individual textures, they do look a bit outdated. Um, I think where we could maybe see the creative side of of this game is in, like... The spells, the True. effects, like, do the explosions look cool? Does the fire look like fire? Do the dragons look, you know, unique and give you that sense of, wow, I'm going to remember that image for years to come? Not necessarily how real the characters are, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I That's just my hope. So we're going to post this. To, we got a lot of shit to post on Twitter. We do have a yeah, lot. Our Twitter guy better get to work. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Come because on, Twitter guy. It's a 45-minute gameplay trailer. We obviously can't hit on everything, especially since I only watched five to ten minutes to preserve the magic for myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, But, yeah, that's about it. I do want to mention one thing that made me fucking laugh. I was scrolling through the comments yesterday, and... Uh, there was one creepazoid in the comments that were like, do you think you'll get to experience like fooling around with other students? And then one person replied, you realize these are like 11 to 17 year olds, right? Ooh. And it's like, ooh, yeah, it's like, oh, that's cringe. <laughs> I'm like, oh, brother. First of all, why is that the thing you're looking forward to? People are weird. Okay, I'm going People- to put that in more classy terms I would like to see romance options romance could be a cool area to build upon not to the sense where this guy was like like... I want to fool around on the moving staircases (laughs) actually dude these are teenagers (laughs) the moving staircases what the fuck is wrong with you guy yeah I'm just like okay romance is different budding like young love is much different (laughs) <laughs> the, the, the canoodling while the headless Nick watches. <laughs> nearly, oh, headless Nick. nearly headless Nick. Nearly watch. headless Nick. There's a big difference. Oh man, you can't get any privacy in that castle. <laughs> and by the way, that wasn't the only comment. There was like thousands of comments. Like, what is fucking wrong with you? Uh, seriously, though, there there is a much better way to ask that question. Oh, that's funny. All right, well, we don't have much longer till this game drops, February, I think, but I'm so fucking excited now. Just after watching even just a tad of this gameplay trailer, like, because you know how it goes with cinematic trailers. You're like, it's all smoke and mirrors to make the game look good, and you never really know if it's an accurate representation of what the game's going to be like. Absolutely. And with this actual just 45 minutes of gameplay, I'm like, okay, this looks good. This looks I'm good. I'm excited. This looks playable. This looks like something I could enjoy. And don't forget, it's got those console-exclusive missions, at least for the PlayStation. I I hope they do something like that for Xbox, but we'll have to see on that. 
Um, so there is so much in store for this game. Be hyped about it. Yeah, I 100% agree. All right, what do we have next? We have four spoken, and it's a PlayStation game. God damn it, haven't I spoken enough? I guess not. All right. We made a segment a long time ago called Comment Calamity. Do you boys remember what we did in Comment Calamity? I don't remember yesterday. Correct. (laughs) Basically, what we did in Comment Calamity was we took a look at just comments from videos, comments from the very respectful, smart, intelligent people that make video game comments on IGN, YouTube videos, what have you. Oh, yeah, because we all know that the internet is super PC. Super PC and always intelligent, right? People always think about exactly what they want to say before they just post something while they're on the toilet. Really a gathering of the greatest minds of our generation. So let's talk a little bit about Forspoken. Now, if you don't remember exactly what Forspoken was, it's that game that was introduced very early on in the PlayStation 5's lifespan that goes for realism, and it's kind of about, like, a girl that enters this mysterious realm where she has superpowers and just fuck stuff up. I know that's extremely vague, but really, I mean, we don't know a whole lot about Forspoken yet. Do you boys remember what I'm talking about? It was a while ago that we did talk about this game. Um, uh, yeah, it, it. I don't even really know what to say too much because we just recently got kind of a gameplay, kind of a cinematic trailer, but it still didn't provide the information that I think we wanted. Well, and that's the problem with talking about Forspoken, is it's getting a lot of hype, right? People are generating this hype. Even I'm singing a different tune where I'm like, okay, this looks really damn good for a PlayStation exclusive. But you're right, Zar, we still don't know a lot about the game. They give us a quote-unquote deep dive, which is just a two-minute video, more like three and a half, of them actually exploring the landscape and showing a little bit more of your powers and how to navigate the landscape. Here's why I brought up Comment Calamity. We obviously don't know enough just from this trailer alone to make any big assumptions about the game. But we, what we can do is go to some of my favorite stupid comments on the video and make fun of people. Naturally, as is the tradition. All right, now, it's not just about making fun of people, right? It's about also, like, pointing out when somebody has really good things to say. So let's just go to the comment section and look at some of my favorites. All right. It seems the developers are very confident about this game. This comes from Dixon, whose profile picture is the Burger King logo. Nice. Very nice. So, I think uh, what interests me about this comment is I think he is alluding to a point that I made very early on about this game, which is I hope that they're not hyping this game up to be more than it really is. Kind of like Deathloop. If that makes sense, it's yeah. giving me Deathloop vibes. And we we all know what happened to Deathloop. It really it came and went. It came and went. Wasn't nearly as good as everybody wanted it to be. Zach, did you play Deathloop? Nope. Yeah, I didn't think so. I I played maybe like ten to twenty minutes of it, and it was cool and fun. But yeah, it ultimately just didn't leave me wanting more. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else we got. All right, Lamar Davis, 17 seconds in, and they already show that you can incinerate regular old women in garb. I'm sold. I'm sold. <laughs> incinerate regular old women in garb. 
Oh, that's funny. That's Skyrim vibes right there. That is Skyrim vibes right there. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. What else do you say? Zara, do you see anything that you like? There's a lot of comments here talking about how beautiful the game looks. Uh, I found one from King Busaki. I... I was already getting the game, but it does look like there's going to be enough to do. Plus, they've got cute flying cats. Awesome. Yeah, I was like, I saw that. There was like in the gameplay stuff, there was like this blue cat that came up. And I'm like, okay, that screams czar. Yeah, I, I don't know what's up with PlayStation lately, but they're all about the cats. Between Stray and then like this trailer about Forspoken that we just recently got. There's a lot of the cat. The cat is a big part of this game, apparently. Mm-hmm. And it's adorable. It's got wings, and it flies, half and of it these comments, it up. Half of these comments are about the cat, by the way. Well, naturally. <laughs> it, uh, you had me at petting magic wing cats. Yeah, pretty much same. Same. Mm. All right, here's an interesting one. I don't think I will pick it up at launch, but maybe a couple of months down the road. I think that brings up an interesting point that excludes you, Zar, because you don't have a PlayStation. Truth. Zach, after all we've said about Forspoken, are you going to pick up this game at launch? No. No? No. No. First off, dogs. Rough. Secondly. Wait, hold on. I have some more questions about that comment. First of all, good pun. What about the dogs? What do you mean? I, they, you talk about cats for the past 15 minutes. I'm a dog guy. Well, that's how... Come on, now. That's half of these comments are about the cats. You don't have to be a huge cat guy. Why you gotta hate on the I cats? it looks beautiful. It looks cool. I just have too many games. I got Golf Story You now. got Golf Story. He's got Golf Story to go through now. <laughs> I don't have time for that one. Mm. And this game's gonna be full price. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, as much as I like it, Black Friday next year, I'll probably pick it up. All right, random internet man said, I'm buying it for the graphics. Let's see if the rest holds up. So, Zach, you're a graphics whore. What? What? <laughs> what? From Based on what you've seen, because you threw this in the script, how do you think the game looks? Because actually, that's the other half of these comments is like, wow, it looks incredible, and the transversal looks really fluid. What's What are your thoughts? Yes, what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it pops. It looks good. It passes the eye test. I don't know, but I'm not a graphics whore. Fuck you, dude. I'm the Nintendo guy. Okay, do you want to do... do <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Come on, though. Don't you remember last week we were talking about God of War performance versus quality mode, and you said easily you were going for quality mode. Yeah. Which it brings it down to 30 FPS and... Well, yeah, but it's because I got the options. You don't get to choose, you know. If, if you yeah. can choose, you pick pretty. Mm-hmm. That's true. Why would you choose to be uglier? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> if I to could live choose by. to be prettier, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you choose to be ugly? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, if I'm poor, like, it is what it is. Uh, I'm, you know. If you're poor and ugly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, as if I wouldn't know maybe, what that feels maybe like. That. I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> bringing, the, bringing this all back together, I like this co- comment here that uh, Sal has posted. 20, Just Sal? Yeah, Sal? Well, Sal has. Oh, it's better called Saul. It's Sal it? has. <laughs> Whatever Sal has, I don't know. But Sal he, he commented Sal saying, 
2023, the year of deep magic games, Forspoken and Hogwarts Legacy. I like that. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So it's two of them. Two of them fit. If I had a nickel two for every magical game, so I, I get two nickels. Yeah. 2023 is going to be a year of magic. Let's let's kind of hope so because these last couple have not been magical. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's been an awful couple of years. Gaming's been doing all right though. Actually, I've been but... having a great time. You guys. Oh yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> Just haven't gone outside. Who needs it? That's, <laughs> that's why we have video games. Yeah, why I'm buying what... a PSVR 74. That's true, man. All right. Now, it wouldn't be comment calamity if we didn't look at some of the negative. Now, here's one comment from <laughs> Look How She Ate That. Uh, fetch quests. Yay. Now, th- with missions like, or games like this, they are true that the missions can get a little repetitive. Especially, Czar, you just got done with Kakarot, oh which is God, yeah. mostly <laughs> fetch quests. It's like 90% fetch quests and random dumb quests that don't matter. Yeah. I I bet this game is going to be susceptible to that. I I think every game that is this open world and like you know, this detailed with how much you can do, they're all going to have those repeatable and endless side quests. 100%. But you don't have to do them. If they don't actually matter like anything to the story, like with DBZ Kakarot, there's most of those side quests don't affect the story mm-hmm. too heavily. And so if if this game follows the same suit, then I don't see a problem with that. They're right there. On. It's just an option. All right. Now, is there any other comments before we move on just a little? I've got one more comment that sums it up, right? But I just wanted to see if either of you have anything you want to add to the roster. I no, I I've been diving through the comments and I think we're pretty much on the same comments. Uh, so what do you see? My favorite. Watch IGN fuck this game up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that's how it goes with stuff like this. Just fucking IGN, man. Go I, for the news, not the reviews. I don't know how IGN just became the butt of video game reviews. Is it because they're incompetent? It's because their opinions are bad. Well, it's because they make their opinions, like, they actually mean their opinions. It's not like Games Radar or Tech right. Radar or wherever, where you can kind of tell it's like a puff piece that The Onion would write, where it's <laughs> not true, and it's just funny. IGN has that, but they're being serious. Yeah. And I think, I think that that's why they have become the joke. So, Forspoken... I think everybody in these comments summed up why people are excited. But on the other hand, there's a lot of hesitancy, too. And you know what? I don't think the hesitancy that comes with Forspoken is necessarily exclusive to just the fact that it is Forspoken. This is open world, and it's got a lot of the same criticisms that, therefore, Sonic Frontiers has, for example, where it's like... does this game need to be open world? Does it offer what it needs to offer in order for it to be a successful open world game? Like there were comp- there were comments about the empty landscape. There were comments about like just the lack of things to do, the repetitive quests, right? And you can have great motion, you can have great mechanics. That's not enough. Yeah. Well, and I even I saw a comment where someone was comparing or hoping they could compare the exploration and the worthwhile nature uh, of discovery to Breath of the Wild. Right. But in my mind, 
there wasn't that much drive or that much reward when you were exploring in Breath of the Wild. Like, you could find the Korok seeds, but that's not really worthwhile. Like, scouring yeah. every nook and cranny of Hyrule was actually kind of empty and boring. You know what? I, I thought the real, like... I guess the real benefit of exploring Hyrule is the snippets they put in of, like, other Zelda games. Because this follows, like, the Zelda, one of the three Zelda timelines. Like, that's what Zelda Breath of the Wild had going for it, where it's such a, uh, it's part of such a beloved long franchise that, yeah, I agree that the Korok Seeds didn't always feel meaningful. And, yeah, I also agree that the land didn't always feel, like, super, like, packed full of stuff to do. But when you did find those little things, it almost made it feel worth it. Yeah, but like, think of it this way. Think of how big the map of Hyrule was from Death Valley to you know, the Gerudo Desert. Yeah. There were only 20 of those notable scenes that you were talking about, like where it was reference to what happened before and after the fall of Hyrule and like where this timeline split. There's only 20 of those to find. And really, I guess my larger point to kind of link it back to Forspoken was like Forspoken doesn't have like the advantage of having like these snippets that you can put in because Arceus was the same way, right? Where it's like because it, it was a part of this region that already existed, which, by the way, Gen 4, fam for life, right? You could see snippets and that's what made it fun and nice to explore along with the Pokemon. Yeah. Forspoken doesn't have those advantages. So I'm not saying that these are definite things that Forspoken is going to have a problem with. But what I am saying is that a lot of people, Forspoken's got a lot of attention. The studio recognizes that. And if they want a bitchin' game that's really not just going to be a flavor of the month, they need to find a way to combat people's biggest issues that come along with open world games. And I feel like the comments really reflect that. I think so too. Uh, This could be another case of watch the YouTube comments, developers. Mm -hmm. See what the people want and what they don't want. Exactly. All right, this episode's running a little long, so we have one more thing to talk about with Tales of Symphonia. Zach, what do you want to say about this bad boy? I want to say that Tales of Symphonia is like a $140 GameCube game. What? What? (laughs) What are you talking about? If you try to buy the physical edition of Tales of Symphonia, which means you're not going to emulate it illegally, doing illegal things, being a, you know... Who would do breaking that? The nah, what kind of monster? That's not what the internet's known for. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, you know, $140 to get the GameCube physical edition uh, secondhand because, you know, they don't really make GameCube games anymore. They don't? They don't. <laughs> Apparently it's not 2005. I wish it were 2005. What a great year. There's some GameCube games that do have that. Like, I know, like, Wind Waker is like that, right? Or you know what the most expensive GameCube game for Zelda is, at least? Four Swords. Is it? I thought it was Master Quest. It might be Master Quest, but I know Four Swords is, like, 140. But I I get what you're saying, Zach. And so, with that being said, the fact that this game is getting a remake is amazing because everyone on the internet keeps telling me how great this game is. Mm. It has its own little cult following. Um, And so... That usually means it's a good game. One of those games that just got hidden behind the rubble that was Super Smash Bros. and Mario Kart on the GameCube. Right. <laughs> um, and so it, the game looks really cute. It kind of isn't chibi art, but it's chibi art. That's really is- funny you say that because I was just thinking of the art style. I'm like, it's not chibi, but it kind of is. And I love what they did with it because it kind of has that Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, like the Switch port. Um, port switch remasters, what I should say. Yeah, um, I know model to it where they like just gave it kind of its own little art style. That's how I would describe it. Um, chibi esque, 
but more kind of like has that Zelda pop. And then like they redid uh, some cinematics in the game and it just, it looks good. It looks gorgeous. And I'm excited to get this game, hopefully not for $60. Um, hopefully like it's like a $40 price point. That would be a nice oh, cream of the crap <laughs> uh, pricing, but it is, it is Nintendo we're talking about. So we'll see. Um, it's releasing in February. So, so it looks like it has turn-based combat. I yes. mean, here's the problem with games like this. It just feels like another part of the crowd to me. Like, oh, look, an anime-style Japanese game where you have turn-based combat. It takes place in, like, a royalty realm, and there's a castle to explore. Hey, JP. Yeah, Zach. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, baby. <laughs> it's already... <laughs> it does well. <laughs> and here's the other thing. Like, uh, Tales of Symphonia must have hit the right crowd at the right, right? time if it's currently a $140 GameCube game. So... Clearly, what the it's, fuck do clearly I know? it's it was good back then. I got like nine out of tens. So I mean, like it's it was a good game. It just didn't get, you know, GameCube was the least selling of that console generation. So kind sucks. Everybody who didn't buy a GameCube did themselves a huge disservice because what a fucking oh, yeah. console! Oh, such what a, a console. console! All their games were bangers. All of them, every single one. I'm trying to think of a bad one, like off the top of my head right now, and I really can't. I'm sure there is. Uh, oh, there's probably lots of horrible GameCube games. But I had license Space games Invaders. Don't count. Space Invaders for the GameCube. Was that an exclusive though? How I did they, that was no, it was an exclusive. How did they fuck up Space Invaders? Well, they made it realistic, and you run on the bottom of the screen as a character with a gun shooting. The monsters as they slowly slide down to you in the street. Yeah, I could see that becoming annoying. Yeah, it was it was not good. All right, ninety nine point nine percent of GameCube games bangers. And if you don't want to spend over a hundred dollars on a GameCube game, it's getting remastered. Yeah, you can pay half that cost. Look, here's the thing about Nintendo: if you're gonna scorn people for downloading things illegally, offer them on the Switch. Just do it. Absolutely. You have the potential to make GameCube emulation. You have the potential to do something with Wii, right? Like, why are you hiding behind these things? And if you are if you don't want to work on it yet, that's fine. But then don't scorn people for like, oh, then I'll go to my used game store. It is $40. Hey. Hey. That's always something I've had a problem with Nintendo doing. But I, I look, I get it. It's about the muns. It's always about But at the, the same time, like, Nintendo has so many opportunities to make money and make gamers happy, and it just seems like they don't give a shit half the time. Well, however they make money, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> you know, in their defense, they're not Xbox. They're not Microsoft. They're not, they're not Sony. Those two things, they have limitless money. I'm not saying Nintendo doesn't have money, but there is a different ballpark here when one controls part of the computer Mm-hmm. A large part of the computer world, and Sony controls movies, TVs, sound. Yeah, and, and so they they do have to pick and choose sometimes. Like, don't get me wrong, I do think a GameCube emulator should not be that much work because there's people on the internet who do it very well. Not that I would know, but <laughs> what are you talking about? Nintendo doesn't have limitless money. They just built their own Disney World. And so and they're building another Disney World in the States. Well, even then, though, it's that's not, not like they're not doing new world. things. Yeah. They just resource allocation. Thank you. That is the term I was kind of going for. Resource allocation. Like, it's not about the money, but you have to You kind of 
Like, I understand where you're coming from, but you also gave your own counterpoint, which is like, how hard could it possibly be to integrate a GameCube virtual console if motherfuckers on the internet are doing it really easily? Hire him! Hire that guy who made those! I like, think that's what they should be doing, outsourcing a little bit. But they have they want that Nintendo stamp. You know what I mean? It always and had, so when yeah. they outsource, like there's the Philips CDI to blame. What else was the other time they outsourced? Like, I mean, they just started, like, doing, like, Mario's and Rabbids. That was a good thing, but very much could have blown up in their faces. A lot of people expected it to blow up in their faces. Um, God, I'm trying to think of any other promotions they've done. They really, after that Philips CDI bust, they were like, fuck people. This is ours. Have I ever told you, boys, my genius fucking idea for how they could put Nintendo DS games on the Switch? Yes. Have I? Yes. The Switch Dock Pro? The Switch Dock Pro. The Switch Dock Pro. That didn't, that I don't know if we have the technology for, but it sounds cool. It's a good concept. (sighs) They could do it. They could make it happen. You might as well just tell us now, because you already... Okay, thank you. You teased it. All right, so Nintendo introduces the Switch Dock Pro, right? And you take your old Nintendo DS cartridge, like there's a slot in the Dock Pro where you have a cartridge slot, right? And then you go to your TV and you do it Wii U style. Your Switch acts as like the bottom screen of a DS and your TV acts as the top screen of a DS. That's clever. Baby, I'm telling I, you. I like it. Because if you're moving, if you just want one handheld device for everything, boom, you got Nintendo DS access. Now, given, obviously that means you're giving up portability, but at the very least, there's a way to play DS games. Huh? And it would also make really good integration for the 3DS, the Wii U. <laughs> just saying. And it would Nintendo! Hit me up. Possibilities are endless. That there. could be in the Switch Pro Edition. We'll see. You need? Do you need a guy? But to knowing just... knowing Nintendo, yeah. it'll be Nintendo 4DS. Do you just need a guy to spout out random ideas with no actual plan or idea of how to make it happen? Talk to <laughs> this guy. Ta- talk to me. <laughs> Engineering department hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Accountants also hate him. <laughs> this is the secret. But he's thing got I good ideas. <laughs> but he's got the ideas. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's where I was going with that, thanks. Yeah, like, I know, I heard, like, they hate this guy. (laughs) This is the secret they don't want you to know. (laughs) All right, boys, we're running a little long here. Let's let's start wrapping up. I do, in the vein of Nintendo. One quick take. Yes, yes, in the vein of Nintendo, we have one hot take. Ash Ketchum, after 25 years Mm -hmm. of starting his journey as a Pokemon trainer, is finally world champion. You know, I looked up the YouTube video of Ash's Pikachu versus Leon's Charizard, and right before that Pikachu won that battle, they, uh, first of all, they started playing the original Pokemon theme song. Ooh. Second of all, there was like a, there was a scene of all of Ash's different teams throughout all of his adventures. Oh, I'm going to start crying. Oh my God. All of this Pokemon through all his different adventures, like kind of there with Pikachu. So, I mean, like, his Kanto, Johto team, Sinnoh team, everybody was I was going to say, it'll be a while if you keep going. Yeah, yeah, no, not, yeah that's fine. I'm St- not crying. Statistically you are. speaking, Ash was bound to win one of these eventually. I mean, <laughs> motherfucker won't give up, and he it, also won't turn 11. There's two things Ash Ketchum doesn't do. It's a numbers game. It really is. So... It was, I gotta hand it to him, like, Pokemon drug on way longer than it should have. Obviously, for marketing reasons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, what a way to wrap it up. 
I don't think they're wrapping it up. Is he going to grow up? Like, is is the next episode he turns 11 or, like, just rapidly ages 25 years? No, the next episode, it it goes back to Kanto region when Ash got shocked. And they're like, you've been in a coma for 12 years. (laughs) He's 33. His back hurts. But I want to be the very best like no one ever was. There is no such thing as a Pokemon. You sure did, did, honey? You sure did. Oh, that's really dark, actually. Yeah. What is that? It was a really good episode. It was some of the best animation I've seen, let alone in a Pokemon you know, show where they kind of just... Pokemon's lazy with animation, let's be honest. And they gotta be. I mean, they, they make billions of episodes. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. But no, they did They did it justice this time, man. It was... I teared up a little watching it. Like I did, too. I was like, damn. I was like, especially the part where they started going through his Pokemon. Oh, that would... And it was all Japanese. Like, they haven't subbed it or dubbed it yet. It didn't matter. I saw the emotion. Right. It didn't no, matter. Yeah, 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 like I felt it. And then like emotion. Dahlia and Professor Oak were like watching it f- from uh, home. And, like and they Tracy, saw... don't forget Tracy. And Tra- <laughs> Brock and Tracy, Misty, Dawn, everybody. Those two fucking annoying people from Gen Five. Sil- what are their names? Silent and uh, Iris. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those guys. Yeah, fuck them. I hate them. <laughs> Gen Five was great. Shut up. I'm just saying that Ash's team, like Silent, was okay. I hated Iris. But I digress. Oh, that's so cool, though. It, it's it's really nice to they see Ash win. Really good job. Finally so win. Nice. I can't believe it. Although it All was brought years, to my boys. attention before that uh, Ash did end up winning the Alolan championship. But Which doesn't do, count. Does it count? Do, yes. I guess. Due and to some League. searches on the web, yeah, it was considered a regional match, whereas the championship Ash just one was a world championship. Right, which apparently the Indigo Battle League is a world championship <laughs> as well. Yeah, but, it's like... But Aloha gets its own little, like, regional thing. They kind of get a little caveat with that one. Can you just... Can we fuck with people? Can you just cut out everything I just said and say, yeah, dude, it ends with Ash flossing. <laughs> <laughs> and so that is the cultural significance. 25 years of childhoods right there. Yes, sir. He finally did it. Adulthood. Actually, now he just he just wanted to be the very best, like no one ever was, and, and that now motherfucker he did is. It. He did it. Oh yeah, Rocky can we also ain't got nothing on that? Can we also t- just acknowledge it? Just took Ash like one season of being like, you know what? Fuck the heart of my Pokemon. I'm gonna make the most OP team I possibly can. Yeah, you know well, what? If you I don't sh- Yu-Gi-Oh it. You got to. You mean yeah. you can't just make up rules on the spot in Pokemon? They play by that shit. It's like yeah, it's like so. <laughs> like got- what was here's this- my dark ride. So uh, Pikachu Thundershock <laughs> <laughs> and Pikachu lost. Who would have yeah, thought? Yeah, that was such bullshit. Okay, so what was Ash's final team? Uh, Pikachu, obviously. Pikachu, Gengar. Okay, but hold on. Pikachu with lightning ball bullshit. All right, this is the most OP Pikachu of all time. Well, yeah, there's been so many This Pikachu articles is level about... 276. Of course it's the most OP Pikachu of all yeah, time. Yeah, it, it, it is literally the most powerful Pikachu in the entire Pokemon universe. Dragonite. It has been broken down. Dracovish, Gengar, Alucario. Lucario. And, uh, that's four. That's four right there. That really good Pokemon. Surfetched. Oh, Surfetched, Surfetch, yes. That's probably one of the weaker ones. Yeah, but it's a good but fighting type. For his he's team, though, it, it was a good compliment for his team, and I think that's... No what, Bayleafs or Quilavas. I love, I love me a Quilava and Bayleaf, no, but not the competitive battle. Pokemon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have an Evio light on those things, man. He was fucking asking for it. So Ash is like, I'm done fucking around. <laughs> I'm going to actually catch some fucking Pokemon. <laughs> God, what a... 
Uh, so I'm shout out to Ash Ketchum. Shout Congratulations to Ash after Ketchum. 25 years. a whole new generation to never quit. Yeah. And oh, buy man. Pokemans. God, the... Seriously, Very guys, the best. theme song with the team. Oh, my God. No, I'm going to uh, cry. Who wants to go to game releases? Yep. Sorry, you got the computer. You do game releases. All right. Upcoming games on the 16th of November. We have Modern Warfare 2 Battle Pass for the PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Going from Pokemon to Call of Duty like that, I can't even tell you. It's like being splashed mm. with cold water. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back to I don't like it. I don't like reality. It sucks and everything's painful. No kidding. Also on November 16th, we have Warzone 2 for the PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Moving to the 17th, we have Aspire 2, Quest 2, Frozen Flame for the PC, Goat Simulator 3. I can't believe there is a third one for the PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series. There's two? There is actually like five of them. What the fuck? I've not heard of Goat Simulator 2, but I had Goat Simulator More Goats Edition, which had like the zombie goats and the MMO goats and the superhero goats. To the listener out there that's demanding more Goat Simulator games, can you DM me on Twitter? I've got some questions. I've got a lot of questions. (laughs) Also, on November 17th, we have My Fantastic Ranch for the PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, and Switch. Then we have Oakenfield for the PC. And finally, on the 17th, Star Sand for the piece for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Moving on to the 18th of November, we have the Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil in Me for the PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Heldenberg, 1693 for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, (laughs) Xbox One, Switch. Heldenberg sounds like Dinkleberg. (laughs) Dinkleberg! (laughs) And finally, probably the hype-up game, on November 18th, we have Pokemon Scarlet and Violet for the Nintendo Switch. Now, luckily, we've already worked everything out with Pokemon, right? You two are getting Scarlet version. I'm getting Vi- Or no, other way around. You two are getting Violet. I'm getting Scarlet. Well, actually, I think my wife and I are going to get the box package because she wants Scarlet. Okay, that's fine. So I'm getting Scarlet. He's crying right now. No, 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 no. It's totally fine because I've already pre-ordered. So that means that between all of us, and by the way, Christine wants in on that too. We've got, right. And we've got other buddies. We've got, we're going to have like access to everybody. Wouldn't it be funny if we had a group of 12 and we just all were like, I thought you were getting Violet. (laughs) We're all just on Violet. Fuck. (laughs) Where's the exclusives? No, we needed those. So Christine just got into Pokemon. She's starting off on Pokemon Sword. Ooh. She has one goal. To catch a Wooloo. To catch a Wooloo. That's her only goal. It's, it's, it's like the second Pokemon you see, so it is pretty easy. Look at that. I achieved my goal. I never have to touch this game again. That's what my fear is. <laughs> she's also going for cute, but I'm afraid she's making a garbage team out of it. She's got, let's see, what's on her team? First of all, she put her starter away in the PC box. What? And I don't want to tell her how to play the game, so I can't be like, no! Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> she put, she got a Sobble and named it Wobble. Wobble. Also, I have to hand it to Christine. She's a great nicknamer for Pokemon. You've got a C-Dot named CD Jim. CD Jim. <laughs> You've got a Nicket that she named Scrubs. She's a, uh, God, what else? A Roselia named Rose. I, she has a, uh, y- a Yamper named Yip Yap. Yip Yap. A Rookity that she named Beep Cheap. 
beep cheese. <laughs> and that's my favorite, because eventually she'll just have a Corviknight named fucking beep cheese. Beep cheese, the Corviknight. That's awesome. All right. Boys, this episode's gone on for a long time, and we still have another one to do. So uh, I think it's time to sign off. So for everyone at home, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. You just got your game tea. Bye. I have to pee like it's going out of style. Goodbye. <laughs> I'll be right back. A Huda Media Production.